0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 168. Nine Reasons Why Yoga is Good for Gym Junkies by Nehar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. And if you didn't know, this is one of four podcasts where we read blogs to you. There's also Optimal Living Daily, where my brother reads to you posts about personal development, Optimal Finance Daily, which has some great tips to get out of debt and make more money, and Optimal Startup Daily for entrepreneurs, freelancers, and anyone interested in having their own business. Definitely check those podcasts out if you like the format of this show. Now, this week's theme seems to be mindfulness, releasing some of that stress in your lives, not multitasking, but focusing on one task at a time. Here, we're gonna talk about yoga, I actually had a moment this week where I needed to practice some of the stuff that I'm talking about here on the show. This sounds super silly, and as I say it out loud, it's gonna sound probably even worse. But I have no problem, of course, speaking in front of people. I have no fears when it comes to a lot of things in life. But for some reason, I had major anxiety the other day. And again, it was over the weirdest thing. I had to go in and get fitted for a suit. I'm going to a wedding in a couple of months and I have no formal wear. Believe it or not, I've been able to get by in my professional life and personal life without having to buy a suit for a really, really long time. And it made me super nervous. I have no idea why. It was just really intimidating for me. Maybe it's because I had this realization that I'm getting older and need a suit. I don't know what it was, but I had a dream the night before, a nightmare in a way about going and getting fitted for a suit. It doesn't make any sense. And so to quell some of this anxiety, I had to practice the things I've talked about in episode 166 and 167. Again, weird, right? It's so funny to me that I had anxiety about this, but that's kind of how life is. We just never know when we're gonna have this anxiety-provoking or stress response over things that many other folks would consider just silly. And so I'm telling you this because I want you to know this is not easier for me. The things I talk about in this show oftentimes are things that I work for too. They're not things that come naturally to me. I am not perfect and I work hard at a lot of the things that I talk about. All right, enough about me. Let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. Nine Reasons Why Yoga is Good for Gym Junkies by Neghar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. I promise this isn't going to be one of those annoyingly generic posts that gives you the typical reasons why yoga is good for you. I mean, obviously it's good for you, so are broccoli and fish oil. But we don't always do things that are good for us, do we? Sometimes it's because the things that are good for us just, well, they suck. But other times, perhaps we have reasons why that, quote, good thing doesn't pertain to us. So today, I want to confidently state two things. One, yoga is awesome and so effing good for you. And two, yes, you. For a long time, I neglected my yoga practice in favor of lifting. I made all the excuses in the world, including the cliched excuse that I, quote, don't have time, and I rationalized that lifting was better than yoga anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. The further I got from my practice, the more off-center I became. As an entrepreneur spinning multiple plates, I fell deeper into disarray and began to feel terribly encumbered. It took me a long while to realize that there was a giant hole where my yoga practice used to be, and an even longer while to find an instructor and a studio that would properly fill that void. Now that I've resumed my place on the mat, I realize just how valuable yoga can be for gym enthusiasts and how often it is overlooked. I also found that practicing yoga now as an advanced lifter has far more benefits than I had even been aware of 12 years ago when I took my first yoga class. So if you happen to be a gym junkie who loves to deadlift, hip thrust, and kettlebell swing your glutes into submission, this list is for you. Nine reasons why yoga is good for gym junkies. One, active recovery. Yoga is an effective and low-impact way to move on your non-lifting days without compromising recovery. Many yoga experts will even go as far as to say that hot yoga, in particular, can stimulate your metabolism and help release toxins from the body. Either way, you'll always feel better leaving yoga than when you came in. Two, kinesthetic awareness. Flowing through poses while barefoot and mirrorless requires a great deal of control. Yoga requires you to listen to your body, tapping into your trunk, your feet, your legs, you name it to enter and sustain postures without visual aid. This increases kinesthetic or body awareness and can help when moving through compound lifts at the gym such as squats and push-ups. Because yoga carries such an internal focus, it can encourage you to practice more intuition during your lifts. Three, balance. And I don't mean stability, although you'll certainly get your fair share of that from yoga. I'm referring to the balance of activity that yoga provides an avid gym-goer. Lifting sessions are typically aggressive and weighted, while yoga is intrinsic and uses the body as leverage. This can create a balance between Herculean and Buddha-like activities, which in turn, encourages balance within your life. Four, mobility and flexibility. No matter how many times someone tells us that we need to spend more time stretching our muscles or mobilizing our joints, we would just rather lift, wouldn't we? I mean, who has time to do all that flexibility work when we have to make sure we snag that open power rack before someone else but improving your mobility and flexibility will increase your movement efficiency benefiting your lifts exponentially yoga is a fun way to get bendy that won't take up valuable gym time 5 breath control i cannot tell you how many times i've helped someone out of shoulder pain by teaching them to breathe from their diaphragm or coached a client into a stronger overhead press just by cueing them to breathe. Yoga places significant emphasis on the breath, which will keep you aware of your breathing during your training sessions. Six, the Goldilocks principle. Understanding when to hold back and when to push through is a delicate dance. You can sometimes set down the weight and think, I could have done more. Inversely, you might be wishing you hadn't pushed through that last ugly rep. Yoga teaches you how to feel free within your body, accomplishing challenging poses while fostering ease of movement. You can't force the poses if you intend to do them correctly, but you're encouraged to look within yourself for what you might be capable of. It's a beautiful balance of just right that can aid you in your lifting endeavors. Seven, body weight strength. It wasn't until I started practicing handstands last year that I discovered my strength training had some critical holes in it. Being able to move heavy iron relative to your body weight is awesome, but then discovering that you have little ability to leverage that body weight? Well, that was a revelation. Yoga improves body weight strength and puts you in positions that you might not otherwise put yourself in at the gym. Eight, non-competitive environment. Most of us who lift regularly have an inherent competitive nature. We compete with our previous lifts, with others at the gym, or even in an organized environment such as powerlifting or Olympic lifting competitions. This is part of what makes us so ambitious and something that should certainly be fueled. However, even when this competition is friendly, it's still competition and can sometimes blind us. Yoga is a non-competitive environment that can bring you back to your center when your hunger for big lifts gets ravenous. You'll have to learn to accept your progressions and avoid comparing yourself to the person on the mat next to you. Nine, bigger lifts. You might not typically think of yoga as something that can make you stronger, but it sneaks up on you like that. Yoga poses can translate to lifting strength by waking up muscles you don't often use, encouraging cooperative multi-joint movements, and giving you wicked upper body strength. I can deadlift over twice my body weight and perform multiple sets of 10 pull-ups, but crow pose humbles me. This branch of strength can only serve to make your lifts bigger. Even after listening to these convincing reasons to practice yoga, you might still be skeptical. The most challenging thing I've encountered when it comes to yoga is finding the right instructor, which is why I implore you to seek out your yoga-practicing friends and ask them to take you to a class. If someone you trust thinks their instructor is legit, chances are that you will too. You just listened to the post titled, Nine Reasons Why Yoga is Good for Gym Junkies by Neghar Fanuni of NegharFanuni.com. I can honestly say that yoga wasn't my first priority. My wife actually forced me into it. And even in the beginning, it didn't really click with me. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. I was not flexible at all. And so it was essentially three hours of me hating life. But there was a moment where all of a sudden it clicked. I noticed I could. Bend a little bit further. Each class ended with about 20 minutes of relaxation or meditation time. And there was one class I still remember where during that meditation time, I felt something happen. A change occurred. I got to that place that the instructor kept talking about. And from there on, I was hooked. Now, I still don't practice yoga as regularly as I should. P90X power yoga is still kind of tough for me, to be honest. But I do practice some of those poses, especially when I stretch after my workouts. So this is, again, something I'm not perfect with, but I work on, and I encourage you to do so too. Now, just as a reminder, if you like the format of this show, check out Optimal Living Daily to learn more about habit building, minimalism, mindfulness, productivity, and lots more. That's hosted by my brother. Check out Optimal Finance Daily to learn more about personal money management in non-technical terms. And don't forget about Optimal Startup Daily if you have your own business or are interested in starting one. I'll be back tomorrow for Thursday's episode with a post from Nia Shanks. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs